T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez, and the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final, and the results are not good as the Brewers fall in Game 3 of this four-game set, 5-4 final. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Tim Allen, there's Sam Schmitz doing some double, triple, quadruple duty here, working at night. Sam, thanks for being here, and we're live in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu, and... As uh, went the first two of these uh, series against uh, between the Cardinals and the Brewers, well, you have a Brewers win in Game 1, losses in Game 2 and 3, and then are the Brewers going to bounce back off the mat and win Game 4? That will be the, the, the same pattern. If the Brewers win tomorrow, all three of these four game sets will go the same way. Brewers winning Games 1 and 4 of each of these four game sets. That's kind of a weird little deal here, but uh, Brewers gave it a go at the end there, get a couple of base runners with two outs, no hits. They didn't hit their way on Caratini with a walk Taylor hit by pitch. And it came, it came down to Christian Yelich and who raise your hand. If you thought that was going to be a barreled up RBI double, just a scorcher, a rocket. I don't see many hands waving in the air here. Mm-mm. Why is that, Sam? Why? What happened? Where is it? I mean, he had a, I don't know if you can call a fifth inning uh, double. Some say it might have been a gift double, too, Yep. Uh, to tie the game. Is that a clutch? Is that NBA clutch time? Oh, absolutely <laughs> not. That was a given. That was yeah, a little no, gimme. No. That, 
Yeah, yeah. No, he, but he got it done. He had a multi-hit game tonight, so I'm not going to get too much on to, uh, Christian Yelich. But the offense as a whole, I, I think they're a little too picky. I do think that they need to attack the other guys a little more often. We just don't see that. We just don't see on the attack. Two, three pitches in, three, four, five batters deep. Everybody, let's go. We're attacking here. I mean, you saw in the, uh, in, in the uh, late stages of this game, a lot of taking uh, strike, strikes on the first sequence of the pitch of, of the uh, at-bat. It's strike one. You're immediately in the hole. Now you're digging. Now you're just going, you're going digging. You're digging for gold at that point. Willie Adamas takes strike one. Keston Hira takes strike one. Attack these guys. You see it from the other side. Okay, I want to get your reaction on this, on this ball game and whether or not David Stearns is going to strike first and make the move to get some offense in here. I don't think it's the pitching, guys. The pitching's going to get nothing but healthier and better. They are. Now, I do have one little issue with the pitching as of late, last few weeks. What is going on in the first inning? Whether it's on the road or at home, what is going on in the first inning? Every game, I say the same thing as I prepare to do a radio show with this baseball team. Can you have a quick and easy first inning, please? Even Burns start the other day through, what, 15, 18 pitches in the first inning? Can we get a one, two, three, nine-pitch inning? Just get going in the game a little bit early. It didn't happen today, obviously. They're down two zip before they even came up to bat. 414-799-1250. There is room for an offensive weapon here. I'm not telling you that an off one guy is going to make a difference. I'm not, I'm not predicting that. I'm not saying that. But it could. It could light the fire under these guys. It could, it could change the chemistry in a good way for this Brewers offense. And, and how much do you despise the Cardinals for just, just being the Cardinals? <laughs> Just just the mere fact that they're the Cardinals, and you can't stand losing these games. I, I would assume Craig Council is going to talk, and, and we'll have that for you. But I'm going to assume that Craig Council is going to say, this is a good baseball game. This is a good baseball. I've, I've noticed he's been saying that lately. You do have to play better baseball. Now, I'll give him that. Because once you start playing good baseball, the wins will come. But this is sort of that, well, that was a good baseball game. Now, 799-1250. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm more displeased with giving the opponent an early lead than I am maybe of anything else to do with this baseball team. My girlfriend at home says I'm driving her crazy with the first inning. I almost swore. With the first inning stuff. Enough of the first inning. No. I'm saying no. I'm not telling you that they're not prepared to play because that's the easy answer. A, a lot of people would say that. But what are you doing to get these guys ready to go? But it just seems that, man, they're behind the eight ball every time they they get through the first. It's the second inning, and they're down one zip, two zip, three zip. Just all the time. And if they're not, then you get a, a game like Hauser where he threw 37 pitches in the first inning. And then his, his boss says he pitched pretty well that inning. 
<laughs> I still won't let that go either. All right, let's get to you guys, 799-1250. When, well, first of all, will David Stearns make the move? But the second thought would be when will David Stearns make the move? They're okay right now. It's not panic time. It's not. They're 39 and 32. They win that ball game tomorrow. And uh, and you have you have first place tie and uh, off they go. Again, 2-2 against the Cardinals. Three four-game series. 2-2, 2-2, If you win tomorrow here in the 22 championship season. Uh, Austin, you're first up here on the fan. What's going on, Austin? Your thoughts? Hey, I thought he pitched great in that first inning tonight. Who pitched great? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it is about uh, the starts with the Brewers and why they're, they're sluggish. Can't comment on that. I don't, I have no idea why you're not amped up and ready to go. Why the adrenaline's not flowing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got the same thing to say about the fans in about the third inning. I just saw the top four rows, just people with their hands on their face, just in the same, you just know, that you're going to get beat feeling, and I think that the Brewers have that same feeling. They just don't they don't have an answer. They don't know what's going to happen, and I, and I don't have an answer for them. I don't get it. Well, do you think David Stearns is going to make a move, make a trade? Uh, I, okay, well, I am not as well-versed in all the free agents as probably you are. Um, I would hope that maybe you could, I wouldn't dish out uh, Ashby, but maybe you could send, I mean, we're really good with uh, developing pitchers, so I think that your best shot at getting a bat would be sending over uh, minor league pitchers to a team, but I don't really know who the free agents are. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. In, in, in terms of free agency, I, I don't know if I'd, I'd go there. There's not a lot of street guys. Worth, there's Lorenzo Cain out there. I mean, you could go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Too soon. He'll, he'll come back. They'll, they'll bring him back if they Well, you know, on that note, Austin, Sam, I, I will just say to this, if you're not going to play Jonathan Davis, I mean, why didn't you just keep Lorenzo Cain then? I mean, yeah, if he, okay, he's got one game in. That? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, what was the deal with that? They brought him up, and then he hit, what, two for four in that? Hasn't, hasn't played since. Bye-bye. Like, yep, yep, hasn't played since. All right, so you say they're going to make a move? Is that what you're saying? Stearns is going to make a move? Oh, well, I think that Stearns is going to make a move because he's proven that over the last couple of years because he yep, uh, doesn't yep. know he doesn't believe in his talent that he's developed well so, I, yeah. I don't know about that but okay so the next thing would be when 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 do you think he'll do this wait till all the way to the end of the uh right up to the deadline the deadline is august 2nd these days okay no i'd, I'd hope not i would say that uh you gotta do something in mid-july right Okay, you by mid-July. Right. Time to like when I don't remember when they got Willie Adonis last year, but the spark that he brought to the clubhouse yeah. yep. and how they got on a roll—I don't know. Maybe you can do something like that, but you yes. got to do it before. I think preemptive strike, uh, David Stearns. Thanks for the call, Austin. Uh, I think that's where he should go, but 
you know, sometimes uh, the deals just aren't there. And, and other teams want to wait and wait it out. And maybe they think, you know, they have some players in mind and they want to wait it out because uh, the bargaining chips, uh, they, they're stacked up a little higher. I mean, you, you, have to, you have to remember that this isn't a team that's floundering at all. Do you, would you say they're floundering? No, they're not. They're a decent team. They are. They need to get healthy and they need to start. Well, they need to start hitting. I mean, we're right back there. We're right back there where we were early on in the season. And then they went through a, a stretch, a pretty decent stretch where they were, they were doing okay offensively. You, you guys watch these games. It's Cardinals Brewers. I mean, a lot of you have just chosen this series to take a look at. You tell me who's, who's just a better, a better offense, number one. But number two, the approaches that they take. You tell me what you're seeing between these two teams. Another question would be, who do you think is the better team? Let's not sleep on that bullpen for the Cardinals. Here's, here's a reason why I get a little upset with being down a run two or three early in a game. It neutralizes what the Brewers can do with their bullpen because Craig Council manages a different way when he's trailing by two or three or even a run like tonight. You didn't see Williams, Hater, or Box. You didn't see these guys. He was only down one. What I'd have done, I mean, what a lot of fans would have done, is you go with your guys and gamble that your offense was going to put up a run or two and win this game in the 7th, 8th, or ninth. That's what I'd have done. It, it turned out Council was the swami here. He made the right move. He saved Box williams Ader for tomorrow and the next day, and it didn't hurt him at all. Milner, Trevor Kelly got the job done. That's why he's paid what he's paid. The other reason why you don't want to fall behind is because most all of these teams have pretty decent bullpen arms. We're splitting hairs with bullpens. There's always, I think every team you could look around and and at least find two or three in a seven or eight man bullpen that are really good and tough to score runs on. Yet, you're, you're down two zip and you haven't even come up to the plate yet. It's driving me crazy. It's probably the, my biggest pet peeve as we speak. 414-799-1250 as the Brewers fall. What do you want to do, Sam? Let's go to Lou. Lou, you're on the postgame show. Lou, what do you say? 5-4, Brewers lose game three. They win tomorrow. They can even up the series, kiss their sister, and off we go. I don't mind. It's actually Kiwi Will from uh, Kenosha. But Will How you Lou, doing? How you doing, Will? I haven't heard from you in a while. Well, it's tough watching the, the games down there when you don't have the old belly and all the rest of it. But I come <laughs> yep. back from the old wrestling show and I catch into the Brewer game and uh, shocker, shocker, council can't manage anymore. Um, same old, same old. Uh, everyone blames the bats, but it's always a lineup shifting, changing. No one knows who's starting, where the lineup's going. It's just frustrating. Everyone wants to blame uh, the hitting, and yet the hitting's been an issue for like three years. Um, and we're all, we develop pitches, but do we develop pitches or do we get lucky? Um, 
I don't know. We give a lot of credit to people. That I think it's probably a little of both. I think it would be yeah. a little of both. I think a lot of teams, you know, I, I, you know, if, if you're going to tell me that you knew Freddie Peralta at 18 years old was going to be Freddie Peralta, okay, and I'll, I'll give you that one. But then you also knew that, you know, uh, Adrian Hauser and Josh Hader were going to be what they are in that trade. So, I mean, there's a little luck involved for sure. Little luck, but and also you've got soft in your old age, mate. Uh, being nice to counsel, letting them manage poorly, and now we know he can't do his double shifts and all the fancy stuff that he used to do. I think he's lost his mojo. Um, if I was going to make a move, it'd be moving him. Um, counsel. I think we, need a, we need to change the direction. Yeah, I, I don't care how many games you've won in the past. Congratulations, well done. Here's your here's your medal. Here's your here's your mirror. Go home. Uh, let's get somebody in there that's got a new vision, and maybe that could light a spark under these guys because either we change him or we have to invest in two corner infielders and an outfielder and we don't have that kind of revenue so it's changed the vision of the team or spend a boatload of money which we don't have uh pick your poison yeah and i think at some point you're probably you're probably right at some point i i i don't say that point is is right now i i don't i think some subtle moves here and I say subtle, that can be debated. But, uh, Will, great talking to you again, man. Thank, thanks for the call. Uh, but he, you're dead on with the corner infield. Now, they think they've got one in Luis Urias. However, is he the uh, takeover at second base? Once Colton Wong clears here? So that leaves third base wide open again. Uh, allegedly in baseball, that's supposed to be a thumper position. He's going to make a move here. David Stearns is going to make a move. The track record is there. He's done it before. I still say he's going to pick up an arm in in that bullpen. But it's games like this that, that really just drive me crazy. I'm not blaming Eric Lauer. Sometimes you give credit to the other guys. You do. Cardinals are, they've been always, you, if you, if they didn't have Jersey numbers and names, you would think the Cardinals are the same team. They were eight years ago, 11 years ago. It's like the same, (laughs) the same type of player, same type of player, contact guys, high energy guys, baseball rats, smart baseball individuals. I just hate that. I just, I just do. Rick, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. You're next on the fan. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike, go ahead. Hey Tim. Well, I wasn't expecting to get on quick. Sorry, I had I was on I had it on speakerphone while I was waiting. Um, can you hear me? I can. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry. There was just silence. I didn't know if I hung up on you. Yep, you're good. <laughs> so I got I got a vent, Tim, because. So I'm as casual a Brewer fan as there is. You know, I, I listen to games every chance I get because of Bob Bucher especially. But so leaving to go to my lady caller's house tonight, turn the game on in the first inning, bam, two-run homer against, you know, hmm, Eric Lauer. I don't know much about him, but I didn't think he, you know, like you were saying, he it's going to happen. But it just happens too often with this team. You get down one nothing, yep. two yep. nothing, like you've been saying. 
very frustrating. And I'm thinking to myself, before the home run was hit, I said to myself, they're, you know, they're going up against Wainwright. We got Lauer. Nothing against Lauer, but I just knew. if I, I said in myself, I, actually I said it out loud, the Brewers are going to get anywhere from two to five hits. They ended up with four hits. I said if they don't if they don't get more than five hits, they lose this game. Then I listened long enough to hear Telez belt one out, and I, I had some hope. But then, literally, as the game was ending, I'm leading, leaving my lady caller's house, and it's the last at bat. And was I surprised to hear they went down five to four? Absolutely not. And when I got in my car, I was like, you know. I am a casual, as casual as they come, like I said, as far as a Brewers fan. But I know this team and this organization, and it's just always, and it's always against St. Louis or the Cubs, depending on the year the Cubs are having. And I just, this is why I can't, you know, I'm going to take my son to a ball game this year because he's home from college his first year, and I'm going to go and I'm going to enjoy it because I haven't done it in a couple of years. But it's just the same old thing with this Brewers team. You, you know, the, the hitting isn't there. You got the pitching. The pitching is there. Now you don't have the hitting. And it's so frustrating. And I know that there are 29 other teams out there, whatever. Is it 31 or 29? I don't know. But anyways. Yeah, 29, just, you're right. Yeah. It's so frustrating because I want to be, you know, I am a bandwagon guy. When they win a World Series, I'll be all in and all on board. And I don't care what people think of me. I just can't support by buying especially merchandise, you know, for a team that just can't get over the hump. And that's just, it just is so weird. And I, 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 I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to Bob Uecker. Uh That's what keeps me going right now because we've been close. You know, 18, they had a sh- really legit shot, man. And they just couldn't seal the deal once again, man. And with some moves right now, with some moves, I, I will tell you this, I still have – a ton of hope for this team, and and I want you to keep the hope. I, I also want to uh, just give you my uh, theory, my my philosophy on spending money on this team. Yeah. I this is this is just my thought, and you you can handle your your spending the way you want. Okay. I don't look at it as I'm giving my money to a rich owner. I'm mm-hmm. giving my money to players that don't appreciate. It. I'm or, or, are overpaid for playing a, a game of baseball. I'm okay. giving all this money, and they charge so much. And how much is it a beer? Okay. Mm-hmm. I look at it as a little more selfish. What do I get out of the money I pay? And I yeah. get to see my favorite team. I get to grab a, a, my favorite hat. or a, you know, I'm a brewer. You're always going to be a brewer fan. You can't shut that stuff off. You can't just right. shun a team away. So look at it. This is the way I do it. I look at it more selfishly as to what do I get out of it. I get a great night. You get a great night with your kid. I, yeah. Again, I'm just going to tell you that there are a lot of people in, in this country that would love a baseball, a Major League Baseball team right up the street, which is well, essentially what we hey, have here. I can't, I can't argue that point, but I was – and if you give me just one more second. Um, this is I – was, I was telling this to my son because we drove by Miller Park. when we went, I took him down to the lake the other day. On our way back, we passed Miller Park. And I told him, because I, I heard the other day, you correct me if I'm wrong, but they're already talking about wanting a new park for this ball club. Is that not correct? Or did well, I, did I, I mean, it's not going to last forever, but uh, right, you know, it's, right. it's going to be 30 years old soon. I mean, it wow. Is. And, yeah. And, but here's what I was telling my son. 
I said, and I said much what you said. There are so many, so many cities that would love to have a major league ball club. And I told him, if it comes to that, if we haven't won a World Series by the time it comes to build a new ballpark, this team is bye-bye. For sure, people aren't going to put up with it anymore. And I, if, I, if it's 10 I, years from now. I don't know now, what I'll do. I, yeah, me either. I don't want it to happen. I'm just saying no, no. it's trending in that direction. How It's been a long time, man. We've been to one World Series in over 50 years. So, sorry, Tim, I don't mean but to it, end on a bad no, note. No, 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 no. You, you're all right. Mike, call, call back and we'll talk again. It, it, it's it, Although the trend is so much better. It's The organization is trending so much better. It, it just is. And this is part of why we all love this. Thanks for the call, though. This is the, it's the rough times that makes this all in a weird way fun. Losing to the Cardinals, you hate it. I get it. I do too. But in a weird-ass way, this is part of the ride. This is part of the fun. There's going to be some frustrations. I'm ready to lose my mind. I am. And you, you guys calling for a rant, I'll, I'll tell you, the the... the 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 clock is ticking on that because you cannot continually put yourself in a deficit every single game almost. And, and by deficit, I don't mean just runs on the board that you're giving up, but you're also impacting the rest of the game, the rest of the roster, the rest is I'm talking about pitching the rest of the series. You're affecting when you give up 37 when you throw 37 pitches and you they score a run or two on you you've you've affected the game, your performance, the bullpen and the rest of the series. And it's a habit they got to stop. They got to stop it right now. It's just just disgusting. It's Cal Eldred's disease. That's what it is. Dude was good, but my goodness, it was three zip after a half inning every damn night at County Stadium under Cal Eldred. Yeah, see this, this it, it all flies around. Furniture is starting to move around the living room at your house. I get it. You, you, get, you get frustrated, and, and I'm with you. But I will say this, that this is in a weird way part of it, and... So sports is supposed to be a positive influence on our lives. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I wonder. <laughs> Some my blood pressure wouldn't say that. Uh, Marshall, you're next on the fan. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. When and will David Stearns make a move here to fix things? Well, good evening as always, guys. Good talking. Tough loss. Let's just go get him tomorrow and. Make sure we get out of here, too, too. I think we're going to do it tomorrow. Um, I, as far as a move, I, I think sometime between just after the 4th of July and, mid, and mid-July. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, it's going to have to be made. I think, you know, we see the deficiencies as good as this team is. They need some upgrades. And based on the last couple of years, I think I said this last week to you guys, I think he's going to do it, and I think we're going to get some people we really like. I mean, um, you know, I'll just comment, speaking of moves, um, I was kind of hoping that Willie Adamas might get a shot in that. Uh, nothing against Caratini. I was hoping Willie Adamas would get a shot in that inning and in the ninth there, but 
that's the decision the council made. You just have to go with it. It was a good game. It's a good game, uh, as, as the late great Dean Smith used to say, folks. It's a good game if you don't care who won. And that's the problem tonight. A lot of us care who won. And mm-hmm. um, we're just going to, it's been a good series. We have to admit that. Hopefully, we'll, we'll win tomorrow. I, I, you get the feeling it's going to go this way. As you pointed out, Tim, it's been 2 2 2 2. And I, I had a feeling at heart it was going to go this way, guys. Uh, we all wanted to win the series, but it's a good baseball team we're playing. We they're good. The organization's good, and but hey, we got to step up tomorrow and say we're good too here. And I sure as heck don't want to lose three in a row, especially after uh, after Burns got us started so well on Monday night. I we cannot lose this series, and yeah, uh, it's important tomorrow. Let's go get them, <clears> right, Marshall. Uh, yep. and then hopefully get more. Yep, you, yep, you got it. Thanks. Uh, this is the third four-game series this season the Brewers and Cardinals have had. Brewers have won games one and four in each of the first two four-game sets. They win game one, lose the middle two. Uh, this was part of it. They win tomorrow. They'll win games one and four of the third consecutive four-game series. Sam, did I miss something? Is Jace Peterson hurt? Um, I'll have to double check, but I haven't, I haven't seen anything yet. I mean, I don't, I, again, I'm not saying Jace Peterson is the savior at all. But you've, you've got a couple of right-handers uh, two of the last three days. I don't think he's started against the right-hander. And now we see the reverse splits going for uh, Keston Hira. And Keston Hira has started in place of Jace Peterson. These are just random disconnected observations that I'm throwing at you right now. Uh, let's see. The other question would be um, Luis Urias is in the two spot. Yeah, it's got to stop. That has to stop now. And in the top, just in the top five in general. I mean, got to give him the day off tomorrow. And then what? After that, I don't know. In my opinion, you bat him ninth until he gets his head right. I mean, Sam, they had him batting cleanup less than a week ago. That, with Hunter Renfro back from injury, I know it took Renfro a couple games to get back on track, but I'm sorry, there's no, there's no excuse for Hunter Renfro not being attached to Rowdy, you know, Tellez's hip in the lineup. Uh, they should be, they should be right there, three, four, four, five, whatever, two, three, yeah. whatever. They put whatever McCutcheon afterwards. I don't care, but Rowdy yeah. Tellez and Hunter Renfro have to be, have to be, you know, right behind each other in the lineup. And that's a council thing, guys. It is a council thing. That is what he can control. He can't control what a guy does in the box, but he can control putting him in the box. He always talks about putting people in positions to succeed. And uh, you think he's doing that? At times, I've, I've just shaken my head at this, this lineup. And then there's Christian Yelich, and we'll, we'll talk about him after the break here. I, you know, it doesn't have to be a slam Yelly kind of thing, but um, he had a, uh, an opportunity, again, an opportunity to change a game. Change a game with one swing. I'm still waiting for it. Have I missed it? I don't think I have. I think I follow enough Brewers baseball, a couple of games here and there. I see a few at-bats that Yelich does. I mean, that, that sack fly against Philadelphia on Sunday Night Baseball feels like a year ago. It sure does. And where is just a bullet gap? Or, or, a scorcher, just, just 110 off the bat, you know, in the gap for a double. 
or, or down the line, got around on it and got all barrel. A triple. And it just when he's not yeah. hitting against the Reds for the cycle. Yeah, and and it wasn't a bloop double. It wasn't an infield single. It wasn't a rollover that trickled through the middle. It wasn't a rollover that had enough giddy up on it to just beat the shift. None of those. I want a barreled up baseball that takes the head off the left fielder. That kind of that kind of bullet. We just where are they? All right, let's get one more in here before the break here. Let's go to Dick. Dick, you're next on the fan. What's going on? Well, uh, I got to address the, uh, the not the last call of the caller before, and, and that's the guy that kind of gets me crazy in that. You know, all we got to look is at the Bucks. When the Senator owned them, all they want to do is make the playoffs. We get new owners in, they're doing it. Um, what, what bothers me about that, he, the economic impact for the brewers for this region has been proven over and over and over. Don't even talk about it. They're, they're not talking about a new stadium. That's another thing. I don't know how these rumors start. What they're talking about is keeping the upgrade going. This ballpark with the roof, it, it's fine. It needs upgrades, okay? So I, I'm done with that. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm the anti-Yelich, I guess, but, you know, how were we hitting in May? I thought we were hitting pretty good in May, weren't we? It, it was okay, yeah. The, the, yeah. And, and I talked about it on this show. It's in them. It's definitely in them. Yeah, yeah. they've had okay. stretches where they've been a good offense, yes. Yeah, and, but I think what we need to do, and I, I suppose every time I call in I say this, if you're going to play Yelich, bat him ninth. You know? I mean, his speed on the bases, the outfield is fine, but you've got to shake up the marbles in his head. To, to, where maybe he's got to start feeling different. I, I said this before, you know, the difference between him and Giannis is he grew up in California well-to-do, basically. Giannis didn't. That fire in Giannis is there because he's always worried about a guy coming to the door to take it away. Read the book about him. It, it's unbelievable. And, yes. you know, here, here's what I think is that none of our everyday players, no one's going to take them and give us anything for them. If we're going to win this thing, it's going to be through pitching. Don't get rid of anybody to try to get one guy in. You know, it, it, one one more batter isn't going to do it. We got to shake up the lineup, uh, bit batting order. Put Yelich down at ninth. Get everyone. I mean, if if the rest of the guys see, holy crap, Yelich is going to ninth. Let's let's kick it up here. That's what I think. I think we're fine. I hate to say it, but I think status quo isn't the worst thing to do, especially when our pitching comes back. We got two starters that aren't, that aren't playing. Two guys that were up for the Cy Young Award. Let's not forget that. Yeah, if you trade yeah. away the thing that's gonna that makes us better than other teams, that's not. Don't trade any of our pitchers. None of them. That's what I it, think. And if you if you do make a move, I think it's going to be with with. Uh... With prospects, I do, and and I'm with you on the on the stadium thing. Thanks for the call, Dick. I, I really am. Uh, you know, the stadium will be 30 years old in uh, what seven years or so, seven or eight years, and uh, they're they're just entertaining the idea of how to come up with the revenue to do the the upgrades just because it needs it i mean the, you 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 average you know 27 to 30,000 a night uh 80 80 dates a summer and it's going to have some wear and tear in there 
It just is. There's going to be new technology that that can be implemented. There's going to be all sorts of things. So do they re-implement the five-county tax? Do they have a surplus, uh, the park district? They're working that all out now. There's been no decisions. They're looking into all of this to see. There's there's not any any jeopardy of of the team leaving. That's that's for sure. That's just, uh, I don't know. They're just nowhere near that. All right, 414-799-1250. Now, I'm going to dis- disagree with you, Dick, on, on the batting ninth thing for Yelly. Uh, I would say uh, more so batting fifth or sixth. Put him behind Kutch and, and Renfro and some of these and Telez and some of these guys. Let, let him work his way back up. But where is the bullet double off the barrel and just there's Yelich and just that, that sweet-looking swing of his? Instead, a holding pattern of a batting average between 230 and 243 for quite some time now. At least he's leveled off a little bit. We're not uh, dipping down toward the Mendoza line anymore. 414-799-1250, Brewers fall. Game three of this four-game set. They need to win tomorrow to uh, split the series. Uh, more after this. Gene Wagner Plumbing postgame show. There's Sam Schmitz, Tim Allen here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. 5-4 final Brewers fall in game three of this four-game set. Welcome back in. We'll get to your calls in just a second. Okay, uh, those of you who listen to the show uh, many years, you know that analytics and, and, and all the metrics that are out there for you to just kind of the saber metrics out there for you. They're, they're helpful tools. And I understand that. And I've been warming to those over the years. I really have. Um, OPS is a, is a pretty important stat. You know, it, it, it says a lot slugging percentage, eh, you know, uh, exit below and things like that. That's all whatever. 
launch angle and, and these types of things. War. I think war is just blown completely out of the water. I think that's a stupid stat. Oh, you're telling me you don't like whiff rate, the chase rate, the you know, weighted runs above average, all that stuff, Tim? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Some of them, some of them I do, right. Sam, some I do, no, uh, honestly. I, but I'm there's right there others with, that I can just flush. Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I'm you still know? a batting average guy. Like, I'm finally getting used to seeing OPS in the scoreboard whenever I go to a game, but I, I yeah. still don't like yeah. it. Like, it, the, the scoreboard is so big. Can we not have, like, a batting average slash OPS on there? Like, why does it have to be OPS? <laughs> yeah. So, this is, this is why I always – and I don't think this will ever change, at least for me, from from where I sit and how I you know follow and analyze baseball. It starts with your batting average. It just does. Guys, it does. On-base percentage is pretty important because you avoid outs. And then that is pretty important. I've really warmed to on-base percentage. That's for sure. But my goodness, you got to have a batting average. It tells the story of a hitter. It does. It tells the story that you get hits. You get your hits. I'll give you an example. A lot of people complaining about the Brewers' offense in this series alone with runners in scoring position. How they got there, well, we could determine that in, in some other uh, conversation. Uh, but once they're there, this is where I default to the batting average. In this series... Game one, Brewers were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. Game two, yesterday, Brewers were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. Game three, tonight, 1 for 6 with runners in scoring position. That's 1 for 20. Look at the batting. That's why every, I would say, I don't know, six weeks or so, just about every six weeks for the last 17 years, I say, let's do a little pulse check on batting averages. And we, I just go down the, down the roster. And sometimes it's rather pathetic. Why? Because I elevate my opinion of a batting average for those reasons right there. And then, you know, you compare it to the other team's lineup. <laughs> and that's when it really gets kind of ugly. You got to have a batting average. It means you're hitting the baseball. It means you're hitting your way on. I appreciate a whip with a uh, with a pitcher. That's the amount of traffic that's on the base pass per inning. How many base runners does he allow between walks and hits? Errors discounted. They don't count errors in there. So you, that's not your fault as a pitcher. Walks and hits per inning. And by the way, incidentally, uh, the whip for Jason Alexander, tomorrow's starter, 1.7. He's almost allowing two base runners every inning. But anyway, batting average is where this thing starts. All right. Uh, also, the sea of red that was in American Family Field, did the Brewers change their colors at all? Hmm. This is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Every series, every time St. Louis is in town. Real quick then, uh, Tim, though, before we get to our callers here, talking about batting average, just did some quick math and looked at today's box score. Rowdy Telez obviously has the highest batting average on the Brewers right now with 253. Just in the St. Louis Cardinals starting lineup, not the guys who pinch hit, the starting lineup for the Cardinals tonight. You want to guess how many of their batters have less than 253 for an average? Uh, uh, yeah, maybe two. Two. Dylan Carlson and Andrew yep, Kisner. I, I did see that. I, I saw that the other day in, in looking at this series. That batting averages, you got to look at that. And you, you, uh, 
whenever you get in a conversation, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to, what to say in a, de- a baseball debate, but yeah, I will. I guess I will. When you get into a baseball bait, uh, debate and somebody tells you that baseball is more than just a batting average offensively, you tell them to s- just shut it. It starts with a batting average. A good hitter starts with a bat. A decent hitter starts with a batting average. It does. All of them do. Go ask Lorenzo Cain what happened. 179 happened. That's why he's not in a Brewers uniform tonight. Okay, um, yeah, the Sea of Red in uh, American Family Field. For a midweek series on top of it. Sam, you were there, what, yesterday? Yeah, unfortunately, braving the 100-degree weather, just melting the entire game and then watching the Brewers lose on top of it. Um, We stayed the entire game last night, and during the 8th and ninth inning, pretty much all the Brewers fans left. And I look over to the left side. I'm sitting three rows behind the Brewers' dugout, along with Tim Stadium Shea. And we look over, and we hear the Cardinals fans chanting. And I see literally no Brewers fans on that left side. And I feel like I'm in, you know, I feel like I'm at Bush Stadium all of a sudden. Oh, and it takes everything in my body wow. not to just like retaliate and you know show some frustration with that. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to start beating them. And they won't come here. Right. That's a, that's a deal. That's how you've kept some Cub fans from coming up here, and just own them. Uh, let's go to uh, Mike. Mike, uh, I guess you were at the game tonight. What's going on? Yeah, how you doing, Tim? More important how you are. I'm, I'm, I could be better. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a good game, though. I, I, was, uh, I was a couple rows behind the Cardinals dugout, and I'm telling you, it was me and my dad, and there was maybe like four or five other Brewers fans in the whole section. <laughs> uh, it, it really felt, yeah. And, and they were nice, though. I mean, the guys not, uh, next to us were pretty nice uh, Cardinals fans, but it just, I'm like, man, why did I not get tickets in the first base side? Uh, instead of the third base side. But anyways, um, so I, I guess my first question is, why was Willie Adamas not playing today? Uh, in his last five games, he has three home runs. So instead of playing him at second in the order, you're playing Luis Urias, who's been an absolute train wreck uh, since he's come back from the disabled list. And he, and he uh, struck out in a key situation after Yelich hit that dub it, uh, double. It was second and third with two outs. Uh, and it would have been Adamus up in that situation instead of Urias. I'm going to guess tell- just a rest day. I'm yeah. going to guess a rest day. We had uh, Dominic Catronio on earlier this afternoon. He he did say this was Willie Adamus's first day off since he came back from the IL. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you're playing the Cardinals. It's a big series. Why can't you wait until they're playing the Blue Jays this I, weekend? I completely to agree. I, I totally, I totally <laughs> I agree. agree with you. I, I agree with you, and and – this was the bronze scheduled day off kind of deal. That that's yeah. what this was. It's a scheduled day off, and and I don't I don't appreciate it. I don't like it, and here's why: <clears throat> the most simplistic way to get to the postseason is to win this division. It's a two game swing tonight. That's a two game swing tonight. That's what it is. Yeah. This is you don't have to mess around with expanded playoffs. You don't have to look over in the West. You don't have to look to the East. You don't have to look at the scoreboard to find out, you know, some Diamondback San Francisco Giants to affect the Brewers getting into the playoffs. All you have to do is make sure you do better than the St. Louis Cardinals and to sit Willie Adamas, not a good not a good thought. Sit him on Friday against the Blue Jays. Fine. Yeah. Completely agree. I, I that could have won them the game though, right? I mean, if Adamus comes up in that in a, situation, in a one-run game, yeah. in a one-run game, one swing, give give Willie four cracks at this dude. 
They had them. They had them on the ropes too. If if they get a single there, I think they win that ball game in that situation because yeah. then they're up three runs. But anyways, I I think they will make a move uh, in the next couple weeks. Here, I think Stearns has shown he's not afraid to pull the trigger. He know he he, yep. he has the couple year timeline here. Um, and I I think I really think they need a third baseman. They need a center fielder. Uh, like I said, Luis Urias. I don't know if you can count on him. He's been horrible. Uh, since he's come from the disabled list, so I think you need a third baseman. And then Tyrone Taylor, I mean, other than that two-week stretch, he's kind of shown us what he is. Yep. You know, he has yep. a 266 on base. He's shown us why he's a, a career minor leaguer. So I think they need to get that done. Um, I, I've come around on this that I, I don't think anybody is untouchable uh, in their minor league system. I think Ethan Small is probably their best trade ship because he is the closest. Uh, to the big leagues that I think he could step in for a team and start pitching right away. Um, we've seen it in the past, Tim. You know, Trent Grisham, Lewis Brinson, Isan Diaz, Keston Hira, Corey Ray, all those guys were supposed to be really good prospects and good major league players. And what what have any of those guys amounted to? You, you just know, never you, know. Lucas Urseg, you could throw him in there too. Right, exactly. So you don't, you know, they could have good numbers in the minor leagues, but you don't really know what those guys are going to be. Go back mo- to Clint Coulter for crying out loud. <laughs> I mean, All the way back, yeah. That's Victor Roach, 2011. Yeah. Vic Roach, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. uh, position players, they they've been they, they've been lacking. That's for sure. Mike, I got to scoot. I, I want to get sure. Phil in here. Phil wants to talk about the. Uh, renovations at American Family Field. Phil, thanks for calling. Yeah, Tim, thanks. First time, long time, and uh, appreciate you as the voice of the 2022 championship season. <laughs> you know, you I, I know, you're a, know you're a hardworking guy, voice of the people, and I appreciate all you do for our community here. I really just want to encourage you whenever we're talking about stadium renovations, etc., to move away from language that, that talks about uh, taxing the community and more towards what what can the owner do to pay for the renovations. Curious gotcha, gotcha. It's a good point. Yeah, it. I mean, it really is. And you know, we we've we've paid a lot. Well, I don't live in one of the five counties, so I mean, I, I guess I didn't personally, but other people did. Um, there's there's a lot of money. This this is a big debate in in all of sports, really. And and I think you do have to measure the economic uh, in, influx into the community. It does help a lot of people. It does. It absolutely it's, does. It does. Absolutely. I, I recently yeah. moved real close to the stadium, and it's been wild to watch. You know what a game day does to the neighborhood and things like that. Um, and I think that's all well and good, but. I think if we're letting, uh, you know, 100 millionaires who won't uh, spend money for a bat in the middle of the season off the hook on stadium renovations, we're doing a disservice uh, to yeah. the community. You know what? I, I'll give that some thought and take some notes on that, Phil. It's a good point. All right. That, thanks a lot, dude. I, uh, again, I look at it selfishly. The fact that I, I, uh, I love having a team that I can go – do you, do you not put a price on going to the ballpark with your family? You know what I mean? Do you, do you not do that? Because to me, that's worth money. To me, that's worth it. Well, I can't remember the figure, and I'm going to have to go look at this, Sam. Do you, do, you, do you remember the figure of what it cost each taxpayer individually that lived in the five-county uh, region? I could try to find it. I was like a couple hundred bucks maybe. 
If even that, I don't even think it was that. I can't, I can't remember what it was, honestly. So, um, but I look at it as it being worth it to me. Now, would I like to uh, have owners of even in football? They 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 want the area to do their share, and I understand that because you do get something out of it, not just the fact that you can take your kid to the ball game, but there is a economic. Uh, advantages to having a having a, a beautiful complex in a in a major league or professional franchise i mean it does it does have an impact the impact is pretty prevalent here uh all right sam i'm sorry let's get a couple more in here before council since yeah let's go to brian and valders yeah brian, brian you're on the post game show what do you say brian well tim i was at the game tonight and i just want to hit on a few th- on a few things here i I think it was about three or four callers ago, and he was he was talking about him being a bandwagon fan about the franchise, and just I tell you, Tim, you know, I it's callers like that that really is really. I wasn't planning on calling after the game tonight just because we were just late night get, get back and everything, but he really he really got me to the point where you know what? It's people like that I don't want to listen to, Tim. I mean, my goodness, come on! I mean. Have some common sense when you're when you're calling in. I mean, I mean, really, I mean, we are so lucky to have a, have a baseball team in this town. I mean, look at what's going on in Milwaukee with the crime and the stuff going on. And here we're worrying about whether or not we have a. You know what I mean? It's just it just really upset me. You know, and 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 I we're we're one game out of first place. We're to the playoffs four consecutive years. Yeah, we didn't win a World Series, but there's a lot of other teams that don't want a World Series either. And we didn't you know, lose the World Series tonight. Well, exactly, exactly. You know, and, and then my other point, Tim. You know, I just want to hit on that. I'm so glad you brought up the the, uh, the thing about batting average. I'm probably about the same age as you are, Tim. And OPS never was an issue back in the 1980s and 70s and all and all that. You know, but now it's all OPS, OPS. And I'm still one of these old school guys that basically, if you have a 280 average. You know, let's have a 280 average or a 300 hitter. And boy, I don't know if I'll ever see a, a 300 hitter. And I think part of the problem is it's because the pitching has gotten so much better back, for, you know, since those days. But I'll tell you, you know, Willie Adamas, Arias, you know, our left side of that infield. I mean, Willie's batting 210. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I don't know that he was going to be any savior right now. He's got to pick it up from the from the from the standpoint. Yeah, he can hit home runs. But I, but I, I want to see more than just home runs. I want to see you getting a hit. You know what I mean? And and and, and just in a, someone other caller said Arias is struggling. He is. You know, and, and there's other ones too. I mean, you know, Yelich at the top of the order. I will say, you know, his on base. You know, yeah, he's not barreling the ball like we'd like to see him and hit for power like we'd like to see. But I, you know, I he's getting hits. You know, he's getting hits. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, is he worth the twenty-eight, thirty million dollars that what we're paying him? You know, I guess someone can argue that point, yes. But I think you leave him at the lead-off lead up position, and you, you go with him. He's getting on base. You know, I don't know if I want to see Colton Wong at the top anymore when Colton comes back. I think you put Colton Wong in the ninth spot. You know, because And, I don't and they've Colton had him in the ninth spot this year. He, he was yeah. batting ninth a few times, yeah. Right, and I don't see Colton Wong coming back and being a, on this team next year, and probably Urias, if he could figure it out. He'd probably move to second base. But like a couple of your other callers said, we need a third baseman. We need a third baseman, a bopper over there. That's 
the reason the Cardinals are, are so good, you look at Goldschmidt and Arenado, most their two big boppers are hitting it. You know? Yeah, one and, came from the Diamondbacks and the other came from the Rockies. Right, and then that's and that's what that's what we're lacking. And 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 uh, yeah, Rowdy's a good player at first, you know, but you know, I mean, you know, but we need a third baseman and we need a center fielder. I like Tanner Taylor too, but he's not a starter. He's a fourth outfielder. Yeah, that that that's Brian. That center field spot, boy, between Kane and Taylor. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, that that's a tough, tough hole out there to fill, and and I think they that that is where they're going to look. Brian, I got to scoot, but thanks for the call. I I understand uh, what you're saying. The uh, the 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 call. I can't remember his name, but but again, I will just say this: that I don't screen my calls, and I I've always uh, been proud of that. That. Too many radio shows steer their their content to some agenda, and and I got to let everybody on. And you're not going to agree with everybody that calls here, and that's I think what makes this all fun for me, uh, and for you guys. I, mean, I just don't know. I don't look at a screen here to say, uh, you know, Mike wants to talk about this, and then you do all the prep work in in the meantime, and you drop four different windows on your computer, and then you get all the stuff. It's all predetermined. I don't do it that way. I've never done it that way. This is not the way not the way this show goes. Uh, Ron, uh, you're next here on The Fan. What's going on, Ron? It's, um, you know, um, I have wondered over the years, is it a lack of talent or is it the hitting coaches? And then I, I tend to, like, minimize the hitting coaches. But when Orlando Arcia left, I'm like, I'm curious to see what happens with him. Well, he's hitting 329 now. <laughs> and our highest guy is, like, that is with significant at-bats is hitting 258. And, like, the thing that people say about it is, oh, well, with the pitching, it's too good. Nobody hits 300 anymore. But we seem to play a lot of teams that where they're, you know, guys are hitting 270 and even way over 300. Sam brought and it I up earlier. Sam, Sam brought it up 20 minutes ago. The, of the eight uh, position players in the starting lineup, uh, well, it would, be, it would be nine in the hitting lineup. Seven of them are hitting better than the top batting average in the Brewers lineup. Right, and same thing with Gene Segura when he left. And now I'm yep, curious to see yep. if we end up cutting Kesson Hur and he leaves, he ends up being a 280 hitter. I mean, I don't know what it is, but maybe, like, you know, you've talked about many times, maybe it's the, you know, just our philosophy of strike out, walk, uh, pop out, and then they go to these other teams. And, and, I, and you know, also, and then when we're playing these other guys, like the Cardinals and everything, they're single, you know, double, and then they get, like, six out of their eight guys get a hit in a row, and then they beat us by four runs. Yeah. So it's and, frustrating. And it, it is frustrating. I understand it. All right, Ron, thank, thanks for the call. It certainly is frustrating. So where does it come from? At some point, it goes to the player, too. We can, we can blame the scouting department. We can blame Stearns for just low batting averages. If we're just talking about hitting the baseball, getting base hits to get on base, we can point fingers at a lot of different uh, places. But it does come down to the player, too. They know. I mean, this this three true outcome thing in baseball, it's a thing. There's no question. As much as I dislike it, I hate that form of baseball. I don't know of too many fans that like that form of baseball, to be quite honest. No, I don't. I'm a young guy, and I hate it. The, the if, I, if, if I could watch a bunch of Tony Gwynn's, you know, get up to the yeah. plate yep. and Ted Williams and all that, give me that as opposed to home run or nothing. 
It's so because if you do that, you're locked in every at bat. But if it's this, you know, home run or nothing outcome, I it's it's unwatchable sometimes. It's just strikeout, 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 ground out, yep, strikeout, yep. homer. Right. So I don't know, man. And the, the whole hitting coach thing, like that used to be an option for me um, when I would complain about the batting and all that. But I mean, you look at this lineup and this roster, the hitting especially. You swap out Jackie Bradley Jr. and Avi Garcia. You bring in McCutcheon and, and Renfro. It's essentially the same guys he had last year, yeah, yeah, and it's it the same outcome for hitting. So how much of it – I'm not pointing any fingers at the hitting coaches. Maybe they're not helping, but at the, I agree with you, Tim. Like, it's on the players right now. It, it is on the players right now. And, and Sam and I were talking during the game uh, about uh, Matt Carpenter that flamed out in St. Louis. They had to cut him loose, and then he went to Texas and reinvented himself. He did that. Yeah, and if you guys have a chance after the show, I mean, it's probably on YouTube. MLB Network cuts a lot of their segments into clips now. Mark DeRosa did a really good breakdown on why Matt Carpenter has been so successful when he came back with the Yankees. But here's the thing about Matt Carpenter. He went out of his own way to try to get as much help as he could with his swing. So it's on the players to, you know, yeah, the ho- the coaching helps and all that, but it's on the players. Matt Carpenter talked to Joey Votto. He talked to at least three to four different hitting coaches in the offseason. So he went out of his way to try and get help. Like, it's on these players, too. They got to be mm-hmm. in the batting cages at all times and just try – they have to be their own initiate. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's wild that, you know, just like every other occupation, some people like to dig in and they're really into their jobs and other people just are good at it and that's going to that's going to carry them so they don't feel like like they have to but i think to a degree they all work hard to get where they're at professional athletes you know there's there's some there's there's some sweat uh, yeah. labor going on for sure a lot there, of them can is. get comfortable though tim a lot they, of them can they, get comfortable and and they have and they have, and i'm not saying these guys have but I'm just saying, yeah, results aren't there. They're they're just not there, and and we see it in the series. I mean, sometimes, occasionally, I get it. You're going to go into a little little bit of a funk, whether it's a team or an individual. And and can we chalk this runners in scoring position thing up to one of those where it's just hey, it's circumstance. You just ran into some tough guys. Some guys were ailing, or some guys were in a funk, or whatever. I, I don't know. It's sometimes it's hard to weed out the reasoning behind what's going on. You tell me what happened to Yelich. I don't think anyone knows. I mean, it's painful when you got Jack Flaherty on the ropes yesterday, who's clearly struggling and needed more rehab assignments. You got two runs off him in the first inning, but then after that, he gave up a career high five walks. Five he didn't walks. get anything else after that two run home run. Yeah, that's 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 the crazy part. You got these these guys on. It's almost like. I told you this, Sam. It's almost like these guys are this this badge of honor is this walk. And yeah, I, I get it. It's moving the line. It's keeping the line moving. But at some point, you're going to have to get some knocks here. Yeah. To get, to get some runs. I appreciate a walk and a hit by pitch. And now you got two on and one out. And then, you know, you're fighting and, and it's two, two count. And, and then you strike out. Now there's two on, two out. And now you get back up there. Well, you deep deep count at bat, heavy counts, and it's two two. You work it full, and you foul off a couple, and then you work a walk. Now bases loaded and two out. And now you get up there, and you're down o one, and you're like, you got to come through with a hit here. Oh, you fouled one off. You're down o two, and two pitches later you strike out. Yeah, you got traffic. 
but nobody got a hit to get a run. I mean, I don't know, Tim. Guys who are up there looking for a walk just means you have no confidence in your swing, in my opinion. That's what I used to do when I was in Little League. If I, couldn't, if I couldn't hit, I was looking for a walk. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I think that probably translates to the majors. I mean, Luis Arias especially, like how many times – has, he's gonna be good though. He's he, gonna be. He good. is. He's in. A, he's in a cold spell yeah. right now. There's no doubt about it. But how many? He's gotten some tough three strike calls. But how many times has he struck out looking? Especially. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go. Swing the bat. Get on. Get on base via the hit. For attack a while. early in the count. Attack. Uh, just and you saw it tonight. All right. Let's get to uh, Craig Council as uh, the Brewers fall in Game Three of this four game set five four the final. We'll hear from Counts on Valley Sports Wisconsin here on the fan. I mean, I, I think it's, uh, you know, in this, in this outing, um, you know, the pitch to Goldsmith, not a bad pitch. Really good hitter. Uh, the pitch to, to Terranato, probably a little bit more of a miss. Um, and it's, you know, it's obviously something Eric's, you know, the way his style pitching um, with, with throwing the ball up in the zone, um, it's part of it. Uh, you know, the navigating the, the lineup and, and who beat you and stuff, that's, you know, that that's what beat us today. Um, but, you know, I mean, ultimately, yeah, it comes down to making pitches, right? Oh, it seems like a lot of the damage is coming sort of later and during the stretch for him. Is there anything you're saying, like, second, third time through, that's, or is it just the well, there's there's a first inning homer tonight today. Um, so, I mean, you know, I mean, I think you know the last inning for a starter is always a vulnerable inning. You know, that's that's normal. Well, your offense, Craig, is, is there a bullpen just this tough? Well, we you know look, we did a nice job against Adam Wainwright. Um, and, and, you know, against the bullpen again today, you know, I think it's, I'd, I'd say both. You know, we obviously didn't matter who's in the game. Uh, you know, we got 13 outs against them. You know, we need to be able to put a run on the board. Um, same time, they're, they're throwing the ball well. Um, but, you know, when you get, you get a starter out before the, before the fifth innings ends, um, you know, you're hoping, you know, with enough cracks against the bullpen, you, you can put something together. But, but this is, I mean, is this one of the better pens when you sort of look at things on paper that, that you face? Um, it's it's a good bullpen, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, you know, the three guys that, you know, they have at the back and that they kind of relied, you know, that have pitched six innings the last two days of, um, you know, are, are doing a nice job and are tough. Is it harder, Craig, when they're going multiple innings as well? If you're not seeing as many arms. Um, I don't. I don't know if that makes a difference. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's how they're using their guys. Um, I don't. I don't think that makes a difference. What about what you got from Trevor Kelly tonight? Yeah, I mean, he. You know, he came in in a really tough spot, um, and just to put up a zero that inning um, was, you know keeps us in the game um, then he puts up another zero and in, in, in a tough inning for him really too um, so it just you know great job I mean he, he gave us a chance in the ninth uh, to put something together and also Craig will be there with um, on, you know, another as well yeah I mean Hobie's been he's been on a pretty good run Trevor Trevor got him out of Trevor got him out of a jam tonight but uh, Hobie's doing a nice job you got home runs from McCutcheon and it's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? 
It's time for the call of the game, presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. 5-4 final, Brewers fall, and they win tomorrow, and it's an even-steven 2-2, and we move on, tied for first. I mean, that's just the way it goes, and, and I know it it, uh, it hurts a little bit. Brewers do have some, uh, you know, that's the thing. They're good anyway, despite what we've been talking about, despite putting, putting yourself in a hole on a regular or, or at least a relative consistent basis. On the mound, you're spotting these guys a couple of runs. You're spotting these guys to get the upper hand in a game. You're, you're in, and even if uh, you put up a zero, I mean, they, it, it comes out that you've thrown 24 pitches, or in Hauser's case, 37 the other day, or even Burns, his pitch count was up in the first inning the other night. I mean, that's just, you know, dis, despite all that, and despite the batting averages, you're still a good baseball team. They are. They are. Make no mistake about it. We're splitting hairs at a higher level in Brewerville these days in the last several years. We want them to win every night. I get it. No team's going to do that. Well, unless you're the Yankees. Um, but no, no team's going to do that. And, and in this case, they're a good baseball team despite those uh, bruises on them. And we'll see how they improve throughout the season, number one, but in terms of acquisitions. Call of the game with 5 o'clock Steakhouse. I'm not sure we can put this in to a comp would be NBA's clutch time. But I don't think we can put the Christian Yelich fifth inning double into that category <laughs> by comparison. But it was probably as close to it as, as we've got in, gotten in the last, I don't know, uh, maybe this year, honestly. Do do we have a clutch hit from Yelich this year, Sam? That you're aware of? The the only thing I can think of, and you can tell me whether or not, because it was somewhat late in the game. But the only thing I can come close to, as far as a clutch hit for Yelich, is that sack fly Sunday night baseball against the Phillies, because yeah. it was a one nothing game. Yeah, getting getting the ball in play in that situation. But yeah, that's that's the only example I have for you. So as close as he can get is tying the game up in the fifth inning on June twenty second against the Cardinals. Yay! I know that. We have to play that as our call of the game. Check it out. In the air to left. That's hit well. Back on it. Yes, fighting with it. And he can't make the play. Make the play. And it takes a big bounce. Taylor winds it up. Bader's throw comes in. Cut off. Tie game. Gosh, these these fans, you fans, us fans, man, just give us give us those sorts of things. You hear the crowd there? We're waiting to go crazy. Tonight would have been one hell of a walk off victory. Mm. Oh my goodness! But if there only was we had a, Ryan, if only we had Ryan Braun against the St. Louis Cardinals. True, <laughs> true. He'd have taken care of that. Yeah. Uh, call of the game with five o'clock steakhouse, uh, as heard. Uh, with uh, Brian Anderson on Bally Sports Wisconsin. We're going to hear from Eric Lauer coming up. It's a little bit of a bummer in my world for uh, Eric Lauer to uh, have have things shake out the way they did tonight because I, I've been predicting that he's on his way to an all-star game, and his last three starts, mm, 
he's taken a hit or two, and uh, I I don't know if there's still some time, and they're still yeah, they're going to need a bunch of pitchers as as always named to the All Star team, but he's going to have to have a, a couple of really stellar outings. But uh, we're going to hear from uh, Eric Lauer coming up after the break here. Brewers fall 5-4. They have a chance to even up the series. So all is uh, not horrible in, in Brewer land. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show right here on The Fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show on 1250 AM The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. Final couple of minutes here after the Brewers fall to the St. Louis Cardinals. I hate saying that. Uh, 5-4 the final. Gene Wagner plumbing postgame show. After this and every ball game, we talk some Brewers baseball and everything in and around Brewers baseball. A lot of fun. You can join us, and we'll do it again tomorrow. We'll check the matchups in just a bit. But finally, to uh, button up tonight, we go to the starter, Eric Lauer. He had this to say after his performance look at lineups across the, the game and, and look at kind of one-two punches. Mm-hmm. Where is this one-two punch goals right there? I don't know. Um, it's definitely up there. Uh, both really good hitters. They're having great years. Um, yeah, I, it's definitely up there with anybody you want. Was the Goldschmidt home run a pitch where you wanted it? Yeah. I mean, it, to me, that was a, it was a good pitch. It was right where I wanted it. That was, I didn't seemed like he really got it. I think it was like 96. I didn't I didn't feel like it was a bad pitch by any means. A good hitter got to a good pitch. And it didn't help that there was a little broken bat single right before it. I mean, that's just baseball kicking me in the teeth a little bit. The one that I was mad about was the Nolan one because that was a, just a bad pitch. I mean, that was really throughout the night. The only, the only problem that I had with my outing was how poor of a pitch that was to a good hitter. Frustrating, you know, to feel like outside of the homers, you're probably pretty happy with how you're pitching, but then it's just like those couple of mm-hmm. yeah, it, and that's kind it of just you. seems to be for me right now just like one to three pitches a game that are really sticking it to me, and I feel like I'm pitching much better than what my outings are showing, and uh, it's 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 one of those things that baseball at duty it'll kick you in the teeth, it'll beat you down, make sure you keep working, but. Um, I'm going to keep throwing, I'm going to keep working, I'm going to keep trying different things, and uh, hopefully the results come along with it, because I don't, I don't feel like I'm in a bad spot throwing-wise. What was the difference on Eric? I mean, in between, you know, after the Goldschmidt homer, I think you retired nine or ten in a row mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. you ran into trouble there again. I mean, was it just location for you? Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I was really happy with how I threw the ball. I think that one to Nolan, I was a little... I was a little upset about the bat before, probably, and um, just I just made a bad pitch. I really did. I just, that's all I can say is I I was trying to bury it a little more than I did, and kind of hung up there. And he's a uh, good hitters are going to take advantage of that. And I, it's it's really the the one strike that I'm going to keep me up at night tonight about is like just that one pitch like just changed everything on my stat line and just throughout the game it was it was the it was the game sounds like a time eric where like this game is mental we hear all the time guys say mm-hmm. this game is so much mental is that oh, yeah is that what the stretch is for you right now all about just keeping the mind right yeah just making just trying not to get too down on myself think i need to change too much because 
I mean, the, the work that we put in is, 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 I feel like I'm in a good position. I feel like I'm throwing the ball well, things are coming out right. Um, for the most part, I feel like I have hitters in a, in a confused state when I'm pitching to them, but uh, there's just every now and like, it just seems like one or two pitches a game a guy will get to, and it'll really just change my entire outing. So figuring out what it is that I need to do to stop that is the next step. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. Well, these one-run games, you just heard from Eric Lauer there. It is, sometimes that's all it is, is it was one lousy pitch, and, uh, and it cost you the game. Now, on the other hand, you know, how many times have we seen it? I don't want to really rock on uh, you know, the offense too much, but how many times have we seen you know, a, a mistake pitch by the opposition and uh, guys like Keston Hira, or it's it's up and down the lineup on a fairly consistent basis. Yelly and and Renfro and even even McCutcheon, he's had several of those this you know recently even that they just followed off where they're swinging a miss at a dead red right center cut fastball. So it, it does. One-run games are, are really, really – that's the really best part of baseball that – one of the better parts of baseball that I like is one-run games because it, it is such a situational thing, and they do make the difference. A lineup will make the difference. A sit, a rest day of, uh, you know, maybe you're bumped and bruised up a little bit. These one-run games, man, they're just, they're just cool. They really are. You know, a three-run game, you're still in the game. A two-run game, you're still in the game. But you're not one swing from making a difference uh, most times. But uh, Lauer, what's his ERA now, Sam, just just to finish this up? Wow. Eric Lauer's ERA is now up to 389. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, that's and, – and again, you know, a lot, of, a lot of years, you guys know this as Brewer fans, where we came from, that would be okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, ERA's at 3.8. That's pretty good. Brewer's ace. In the mid two thousands, man. <laughs> no question. I got to turn. Got to turn the page. It's game four. Of this four game set. This is the third four game set that the Cardinals and Brewers have had against each other this year. Brewers have won games one and four in the first two four game sets to earn the split. They won game one in this four game set, lost the middle two, and now hey, uh, wouldn't that assure you of a victory tomorrow? I think so. I mean, let's just go with it. Jason Alexander on the hill. Let's check the matchups for game four. 110 first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, Sam. All right. As you mentioned, Jason Alexander going for the Brewers tomorrow and Dakota Hudson going for the St. Louis Cardinals. Jason Alexander, 1 0 on the year, 2.42 ERA. His last outing, Tim, he gave up. Oh. I lost it. Nope. There we Not go. Five much. and five and two thirds of an innings against the Reds. Eight hits, three runs, two earned, and one mm-hmm. walk, two strikeouts. Dakota Hudson, his last outing against the Milwaukee Brewers, four and two thirds, five hits, zero earned runs, four walks, and three strikeouts. So if you're a betting man, Tim, would you say tomorrow is Jason Alexander the savior of the Milwaukee Brewers or Jason Alexander's reckoning against he these St. The Louis stopper. Cardinals? He, he was the stopper. Of the eight-game losing streak. He was, but he's yeah. down to come back down to earth at some point. 
Yeah, he is. These runs, these runs are bound to cash in against him at some point. All these base runners. I mean, they. they I, I don't. I don't want to think negative, but I don't. Know. It's hard. It's, it's hard just, not to. It is. It's. It's law of averages. Something's going to happen, but hopefully not tomorrow. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks for listening tonight. We appreciate that. Tomorrow afternoon. Hopefully talking about a Brewers victory to even up the series, kissing the sister, and then everything's good. 2-2, and everyone moves on. Uh, For Sam Schmitz, my name is Tim Allen. Enjoy the rest of your night. We'll see you tomorrow and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.